Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Lathan Craft. Lathan, you are the owner of Made for Purpose. Your website is madeforpurpose.us. Lathan, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, such an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right. So Made for Purpose. Tell us a bit about it, what you do. Yeah. So they are one of my core beliefs is people are born uniquely. Um like I have kids right now, I have young kids right now. So uh, you're watching them kind of develop as they get into that infant and then toddler and then young childhood. And you're starting to notice things that make them stand out, make them different from other everybody else, essentially. And then they, when they turn 18 or even 16, sometimes they get into this fog called corporate America. And you're kind of just like your humanity. A lot of times when you get into corporate America world is stripped. Um, and you kind of have to choose between who you are and what you do. And you have to make that choice for until you retire or sometimes until you die. So people are born uniquely and die generally, meaning a lot of obituaries consist of, oh, they were kind, they were a good person, they loved, which you can say about millions of people. Um, it's just nothing makes you you because corporate America and what you do has consumed all of your life. And so who you are no longer matters. And I believe, uh, not in the Michael Hyatt sense of like, quit your job, start your own dream. I believe you can bloom where you're planted. I believe that you're needed where you are. There's a reason you're there. Um, so how can we actually like make that a reality? And how can you bloom where you're planted? How can you contribute your humanity to your workplace instead of having us choose from the two? Yeah. Um, and so w- what made you decide to get into this uh, it, it crisis? Uh, did you have your own <laughs> kind of crisis of like, man, what am I doing here? Well, really, it's really funny if there was a yes. I mean, sure. When I was 16 years old, I did the whole 16 year old job. I was a pastor for a long time, too. Um, and like in those two worlds, as a 16 year old working a fast food job, not even like being a product. Like being a being a cog in a wheel, if you will, um, and even as a pastor chasing somebody else's dream, um, I realized that there's an itch and there's a problem because there's a lot of people that are speaking into this type of reality, but speaking from a like leave, like the, you're, you don't belong there, so leave. Which I don't think is the answer, but really the the burden that was placed on my heart was as I was 16, I was working in a job with a woman named Karen who was 50, um, and she was very vocal just about how she has a passion for children, how she has a passion for like making a difference in kids' lives, but no, like she's not able to do that in her positions of where she is. And so she's basically from 18 to 50, she had been living in this cog of, man, I really have a dream, but every year it's like the, it's like the dream takes a shot. And finally, as a 50 year old, 50 year old woman, she was like, I guess that's somebody else's dream. It doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. So, okay. So explain um, how you then work with people and, and how you f- help 
people are, are you helping them find their purpose is that it yeah i think it, i think they're another purpose i think some some people just lost it um mm-hmm. and that's honestly what i've been <laughs> that was my intention when i started was let me help you find your purpose and what i realized through coaching clients is you already know you know who you are you know mm-hmm. what your purpose is you know why you're here on this earth it's just we have to uncover some of the baggage and some of the imposters and some of the lies and some of the things that people have written on your heart that aren't just that aren't true, and I mean you can call them limiting beliefs, whatever you whatever you want to call them. But I love one of my one of my passions is the start at the end. Like, what do you want, Josh? What do you want said about you at the end of the day? People are at your funeral. What do you want said? Um, and then let's let's work our way there, because a lot of the time, like for instance, my mom was a professional dancer, stripper, whatever you want to call her, um, and like at her funeral, the pastor that did her funeral literally lied about my mom the whole time because he didn't know who she was. Mm. Neither did she. Um, and so because she didn't know who she was, because he didn't know who she was, it's just this, let's fabricate her life to make people feel okay about this life. When in reality, we could actually say, let's let's start there. Let's start at your eulogy. Let's start at the end. And let's make sure we can get there because nobody knows when, they, when they're dead. Let's make sure we can get there and, and, and make the right trajectory to this being your reality instead of your fantasy. Wow. Um, okay, well, good. So let's talk about why it is that folks either, is, do you think that most folks never really discover their purpose or they just forget it? I think they forget it or they're told it's not enough. Yeah, maybe they're probably not blatantly told it's not enough, but um, like I have my master's in leadership degree. I went, I, I'm super passionate about leadership, super passionate about business, super passionate about all those things. And even in academia, the bottom line is basically the, like the altar, like everybody's trying to reach this bottom line metric and humanity is not even an option when it comes to the bottom line in so many different capacities. And so I think that people are, they, they probably remember their purpose. Maybe they wrote it down. Maybe they it's in their heart somewhere deep in this pile of crap that they've been told since then. But even even the way corporate America works is your purpose can't belong here. Like the missions, the vision, vision, all these things of the organization are what trumps you. You were just a byproduct of that, but that doesn't. That's not how it has to be. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. So let's say, Lathan, that that I'm trucking along, like I'm making good money. Um, like, I, yes. Am I doing the right? Like we get beat up along the yeah. way, right? We're, we're, we yeah. have successes, we have failures. The failures are tough, right? Because no yeah. one wants to fail, especially when you believe strongly in what you do. But then, you know, it, you know, maybe that's, it, some might describe it as burnout. So how can we, how can be, we be maybe more resilient uh, to some of those challenging things that can sometimes beat us up and like cause us maybe to question Am I doing the right thing just because I, I had a, a, you know, I had some obstacles. Yeah. So I'm going to answer your question with a, with a little bit of a story. I was in a vineyard a couple of years ago um, and just doing the whole vineyard tour. And we got to this place that like the vineyard, most vineyards are beautiful. Most of the, most of the ones that are like super elegant are beautiful, just like aesthetically to the eyes. And so we got to this place on the tour and there was this like fence post. that was gorgeous, but there were some ugly grapes on it. Like, Man, these are like why are they so belong? Like in the midst of all these grapes, why are these ugly grapes? And the and the tour guide stopped, and it was almost like this was her favorite part of the tour. 
And she said, do y'all see these grapes? I looked at my wife and I was like, why, why is she pointing out these grapes? And she said, these are called stress grapes. I don't know if you ever heard of the name stress grapes before, but stress grapes are essentially grapes that are put at the level of dehydration and they literally produce the most expensive bottles of wine. Like that, those are, those are the grapes that you, that millions of dollar bottles of wine are made from. And it, she stopped there in her tour, but that's where, like to answer your question, that's where it hit. A lot of times we think that our pain or the failures that we go through don't serve a purpose um, or are kind of like a, like a universal timeout that we have to put ourselves in this box. It's like, man, we're, we're here. We had a failure, but what if your scars are storytellers? What if the pain that you went through actually started a purpose as well? What if your failures are as unique to your person as your uniqueness already was? I think we, we don't look for what the, what lessons we learned from the failure. We look at the fact that we had a failure and we think that that makes us less human. Uh, when actually the failure can can tie and and come back into your uniqueness more so and then therefore fulfill your purpose more so than you ever thought possible. Um, yeah. So one thing I've noticed is you know when you when you have a challenge, right? It hopefully most of us say, "Well, shoot. Either what can I learn from that." How can I grow from that? How can I improve, you know, if it's, let's say it's product related or something like that, like you get some complaints on your product or service or, sure. you know, your job, you're like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, that sucks. Um, it's unfortunate that that happened, but because of this experience, I've now learned a new way not to make the light bulb, right? <laughs> yep. yep, yep. I think in in challenges, <laughs> it's it's crazy because we're almost put into boxes like we have we have to what you just said like we either learn something from it or we learn how not to do something but th- it doesn't have to stop there like a lot of for instance another another example i went through brain surgery two months ago i have a huge scar on the back of my head you can't wow. see it because you you see the front of my head, but there's a scar that literally splits. It's like the great divide. It splits the back of my head into two where there's no hair and I don't wear a hat anymore. I used to always wear hats before the brain surgery, but I don't wear a hat anymore. Why? Because the scar tells a story. Like the, when people ask about my scar, I have a story to tell. When people ask about your failure, it's not something to be ashamed of. It's not something to say, I messed up. Sure. So does humanity. What did you learn? How can you help somebody navigate their mess up through your mess up? And it doesn't have to be like the end. It doesn't have to be like a, let's show this in the filing cabinet and act like it didn't happen or let's show in the filing cabinet and just say, yeah, check, we did that. Like it can add to your purpose more than you ever think. Yeah. What are some of the initial questions you ask, Lathan, when someone comes to you and they're like, listen, I'm okay for professionally, like I'm making good money and stuff, but I just hate what I do. Like what questions do you start asking them? Um, two questions of that, of that specific thing. Number one, when did you start hating what you do? Like wh- what what made what made that transition happen? Number two, which is a question I ask a lot of people, you're alone on that island, your family isn't there, your whatever title you have as a professional isn't there, what are you? And many people don't have the answer to that question. They don't know. Like, because without your title, you don't feel like you don't really know who you are. Mm. And so we have to be confident and and aware of. Like I would answer that question, I'm Lathan. That's who I am. But your your name, who you are, is no longer important in your life. So therefore, you don't think that you and an island matters. 
Um, and so that's that's the conversation starter of, okay, you don't think you're enough as an individual, as a human. Something has told you that. Let's 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 go there. Then let's make sure your obituary is what we want it to say, and let's make those two collaborate. Yeah. Um, and then when you work with someone, like what's your process? What's your process with them? Like uh, how long do you work with them? And and like. Like what, where do they, where, you know, generally when you work with someone, you take, you somewhat start with someone and then you get to the end result. Where, where do they end up? Yeah. So my baseline product is a video series. Um, and that's a nine module video series that basically takes you what you just said from point A to point B. One thing I, I, I don't necessarily love about a lot of people that do coaching is there's a very hard end date to a lot of coaching. Like, mm. Okay, we're done with our sessions. Thanks. Um, so when are we done? I think I think both me and client know when we're done. Uh, because I think that they see it in their eyes of like, oh, okay, like I, I know where I'm going. That could be session three, that could be session 33, that could be session 333. But that like my individual coaching is literally just a deep dive on each of the sessions of the videos. So we're, we're tailoring it towards you. We're focusing on your situation in your company and your organization, whatever you makes you you. And we're going to the videos and that's your homework is to go to the videos, but we do a deep dive and say, okay, how can we apply this to Josh? How can we apply this to Blake? Whatever it may be to focus on your reality. Yeah, excellent. Um, so uh, Lathan, in, in terms of like your own business now, um, yeah, obviously coach consultant you does great work. What what do you do to connect with new clients? LinkedIn is a great platform. There's I don't know if you know this or not, but there's the great resignation is a ha- trending mm-hmm. hashtag on Twitter. Everybody is leaving their job at a rapid rate. It's the post pandemic world. It's happening in nonprofits, happening in organizations, it's happening in corporates, happening in um, whatever insert organization here, it's not just a corporate America issue. It's a large workplace manufacturer issue. Um, and so it, that makes my job easier if you no will, kidding. because I'm already, I'm already speaking to a pain point, but, um, it's it just, <laughs> that's what I love is this is, this is like a, a really deep thought, but here's, here's my reality. Here's what I think. Um, a lot of people, think that America is just in this like political, like festival, whatever you want to call it. I think America is in a stage of grief. And I think America is grieving as a nation. Um, and I think the answer to that has to be disrupting what's been normal. So the fact to the way to help somebody that's been res- resigned from their job, isn't to give them a new job. Like they're going to resign from that in a couple months or a year or whatever it may be is yeah. to change, change their view of work, to change their view of, workplace to help the organizations, the, the mega insert like Target, Walmart, Best Buy, whatever organization to change the way they view about work. That has to, we have to change the problem and not just change the process. Because if we change the process, we're just putting somebody in a different position that they're going to hate in two weeks or two days, whatever it may be, and then have to survive for however long until they find a new job. And that's been the the wheel that we've been on. We have to change what we're doing in order to have people actually bloom with their planet. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So Lathan, um, someone's been listening to us. They're like, I'm burnt out. I want to talk to this guy. I, I want to connect. Like, how can they start digging into the work that you are doing? And, and you know, how can how can you help them? Maybe they're not ready to uh, cut you a check right this second, but, you yeah. know, they're, they're curious. Where do they yeah. go? What do they do? So on Made for Purpose, I have a blog. 
Um, and I basically on, on medforpurpose.us, I, I, there's three blogs up right now and I'm constantly still adding content to that. Medforpurpose is a new organization as far as establishment. I've been doing it um, for, for a while. But there are there's an intro video you can watch. There's blogs you can read. There's an email you can email me at. Um, I I don't I don't want to be inaccessible. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people make their platforms to be to make them inaccessible. I don't want that to be my reality. Um, and so message me like let's let's figure out what makes you you. Email me lathanlathanwingcraft.com. That's my personal email. Um, but I would just love to figure out who you are, where you are, why you are, and make sure we can figure out the end result. Yeah, fantastic. All right, Lathan Craft. And again, your website is madeforpurpose.us. Uh, and then when you go there, uh, just click on blog, some great content there, uh, and um, dive right in. Um, you know, again, Lathan, I mean, you, we all know, I mean, the great resignation is among, is upon us right now. And, um, you know, I, I guess it, it one, one thing I want to ask you about this, uh, before we Joe go, um, uh, it can be easy to blame our employer. Um, let's, you know, and, and they, they might be completely, uh, you justified in, in yeah. a lot of blame there, you know, just bad culture, you know, bad work environment, you know, just toxic culture, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but at the same time, like we, we've got, like, this is our life, right? And so yeah. we can design that, you know, based on what we feel from within, where, what resonates with me. So, um, you know, if, if we're not happy and, and let's say we go from job to job to job and we're always not happy, right? Yeah. It's, it's like you could continue to blame, right? But I think that that might be an opportunity to be a little bit more introspective. Yep, yep. Growth is very uncomfortable, but growth is very necessary. And I think that everybody, I mean, yes, just exactly what you said. Sometimes the employer is the problem. Like let's just, let's just like there are organizations I've tried to work for, with and for that are major organizations that literally will laugh at the fact that human experiences or humanity is, is, a, is a necessity. So there are employers out there who literally don't care about your humanity. But at the same time, everyone, no matter their title, is having a human experience. Everyone is having, is trying to figure out their own humanity. So if yours isn't accepted or approved, know that the people that are improving it are trying to work out their mess too. But also that is a time for you to figure out what scars, what stories your scars are, are telling um, and what, where you need to go. Like what makes you, you, when you're on an Island, who are you? And that's, that's the reality is at some point in your workplace life, you're going to get to this disruption. Like, and it's better mm -hmm. to get ahead of it, better to be proactive than reactive because when we're reactive, it's almost like we're five steps behind and we have to catch up, but proactive, in the sense of, you know, who you are, you know, what you do and make those two align and collaborate because that's, that's what means to be made for purpose. All right, Lathan Craft, thank you so much for joining us. Again, your website, madeforpurpose.us. Thanks, Lathan. Thanks, Josh.
Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.